Hello and welcome back to the Life and Lessons of Me. This is kind of a uh, spur of the moment, kind of like, oh, maybe I should do a podcast. And now I'm, as I'm talking, I'm discovering a bug bite on my finger. Anyway, I thought I'd give you guys a quick life update. Um, just, you know, stuff that's happening in my life, which is um, a lot of good things, actually. Um, so first thing. I have a job now. Um, it's at the Oxford Photo License Center for driver's license. So basically you come in um, and we take a new picture and yeah, give you your new license. Um, so that's been good. Get me out of the house and um, definitely something to do. Um, and this is like kind of like the first sort of professional job I've had. Um, in the sense that, you know, there's certain rules they have to follow. I have to wear nicer clothes, um, you know, keep up appearances. <laughs> um, but so that's been going good. I worked like the training was rough because I was not used to the five days, you know, doing something every day kind of thing and it's like since high school I think you know where my schedule has been pretty set and then I have you know things you're supposed to do at a certain time and yeah it's not like a one hour job like it's four hour shifts but one complaint I do have oh not supposed to talk about complaints that I have with the commonwealth of Pennsylvania woo anyway it's so low tech like, it's ridiculous. Like, you know, I work at the YMCA near me, too. So um, I'm comparing that job to this job. But, you know, they have an app where I clock in when I'm in the vicinity of the Y. Um, and it's super easy. You know, I just to make sure I'm in the building and then, you know, clock in or whatever. But this place uses time cards. Like, I mean, I get places still use those but like boy like that is outdated as heck i mean it's it's a digital clock yay but but like it's ridiculous i'm like this is such a waste you know like a waste of paper making the time cards like save the environment guys and you know what everything is hard copy it's ridiculous like gotta fax and fax something over print it out like no nope, bye trees <laughs> i mean that is one thing that we absolutely could do is just get rid of paper <laughs> well you know most of it um you know like i'm not the biggest environment guy but i do like the environment i like animals um every time i go off for a walk i see deer or something like i think i'm the deer whisperer um it's kind of funny, actually. Like, I just kind of talk to animals like they can understand me. Like, I'm like, yo, what's up, deer? You just staring at me like, mm. you know, deer are cool. Like, I'm always like, oh, I could uh, go hunting and stuff. But now I'm like, eh, I don't know if I could shoot a deer. I mean, unless I had to to survive. That's the only time I could, like, you know, shoot a deer at this point. Um you know, having observed them a little bit, 
over the past couple months. Uh, they're cool. Like, you ever seen a deer jump through a field? Looks kind of like a dolphin in the ocean. I know, weird comparison, but they're so majestic and springy. They jump really high, so I think they're kind of cool. And they look like my dog, so they have pointy ears. Um, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of, I don't know what to call them, like families of deer. Like there's a buck, a doe, and a fawn or whatever. Um, I've seen a couple of those around. I don't know if it's the same one. If I had to guess, it's not. But, you know, there's some deer that live at like literally the bottom of my neighborhood. Um, and then there's some that live up the street a little bit. But I'm off topic talking about deer and using less paper. But like, seriously, school, work stuff, like how much paper are they using? And they're like, oh, like toilet paper, regular paper, you know, fancy paper that's like thicker than regular paper. You know, like, I, I guess we plant more trees when we cut down trees, but if you want to get rid of old carbon, plant more trees. Well, actually, that's wrong. Trees make carbon dioxide. No. Oh, my God. It's been a minute. <laughs> right? They absorb carbon dioxide and make oxygen. Oh my gosh, I'm confusing myself. Anyway, enough about that. Work. Fun stuff. Fun, fun. Making money. You know, I got hard to pay for it eventually. Oh, that's a nice segue to my next thing, which is my car. So as you know, I've been waiting for a while to um, get my car. Uh, four years-ish. No, almost five years. Can you imagine that? Being a 16-year-old kid, being like, oh, I'm so hype. Like, I want to drive. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to get to go everywhere I want to go, you know. And as a 16-year-old, that's just something normal that, you know, happens. And I was not expecting anything else. You know, I was expecting totally normal, you know, 16, get your license, boom. But that is not how the state organizations work or the state-run, federally funded. That's how, like, the OVR works. It's Office of Vocational Rehabilitation. I forget. I think it's state-funded and federally run. No. Something like that. Something like that, where it's like... Maybe it's the other way around. It's like... No, I think it's state-run, federally funded. That's what it is. Um. So, yeah, they were like well, we don't do this for kids, like, kids, basically, um, until they're, like, starting a career or um, out of school, like, college, you know, so I was, like, well, that kind of sucks, and then every year after that, we try it again, and um, basically the same answer, um, which you know, kind of maybe angry and sad and blah, blah, blah. All the emotions you could have. Um, you know, not fun, but it is what it is. Anyway, last summer, August, you know, I was learning how to drive on a different system. Um, and then in October, or no, yeah, I think it was in October, the van got 
the car I was learning in, which was this gold E350, which I talked about on the podcast before, but um, anyway, it got vandalized and totaled, so they had to replace it. And, you know, they just literally, like, two months ago or something, got the van back. So it took literally six months or longer to build this car to replace the other car. But in that six months-ish, like, so fast forward to January. In January, they finally said, hey, we're going to help you now. I'm like, thanks. You know, but uh, I mean, really, it's like, as much as I want to be annoyed with how long it took, you know, eventually they did help. And without it, I don't think I could have done this in the time that I did or when I did. You know, it's financially, it's a huge investment. You know, all the training they have to pay for, um, for, uh, for my behalf. But, you know, they pay for the training. They pay for the adaptive equipment. We just had to buy the car. And that's no easy feat. I mean, it's a $59,000 car. Like, not cheap. It's definitely not cheap. But, you know, I guess I'll use this platform right now to thank everyone who donated and helped me out. Because without you guys, um, definitely would not have been able to afford this. Um, you know, our financial situation is good, but, you know, it's just not something that we can just go, all right, here's the money. We'll be fine. Like, it's a big chunk of money. But luckily for me, um, and thanks to you guys, we had a huge down payment. So the payment on the car is not too bad you know relatively speaking um but you know i gotta pay for insurance all that stuff but you know i'm very grateful I, it's hard to put into words how much i appreciate you know you guys helped me out uh this has been a dream of mine for nearly five years so you know this is a massive deal and i just want to thank everyone that donated and um, who looked at the GoFundMe and shared it. Um, and I want to thank my family for, you know, supporting me financially and, you know, emotionally and all that. Um, you know, it means a lot to me that I have this many people that, you know, care about my dreams. Um, so hopefully I can give a little bit back with uh, this podcast and um, advice that I give or hope to give, uh, depends on how you take it. But anyway, so the car will be done. I'm not saying might, because that leaves room for it to not be done. It will be done in about two weeks, um, which is insane to me. Like five years, I have to wait two more weeks. Are you kidding me? Like, seriously. Literally almost five years, because I remember starting the process in August of last year, you know, and over the course of this year, I got my license, um, getting my car, like, it's crazy, it just doesn't feel real, but that's the thing, you can't doubt um, when you're feeling good, you can't doubt it, because, you know, then the feeling just goes away, you know, you, you gotta be like, oh, I totally deserve this, like, because you do. You know, it's not 
gonna be your whole life that you're like, oh, where do I fit? And you know, how do I feel good about myself and happy and whatever? You know, it's not easy. <laughs> Let me tell you, it is not easy. From March to now, I'm literally a completely different person. I mean, I'm still me, but I just have a handle on things. You know, I I'm not. I don't try to be an asshole sometimes, you know, I do default to my old ways, but not always and and not a lot. You know, it's only when I kind of get sidetracked or distracted or, or something like that. If I'm not focused on it, you know, sometimes leaks happen and then I blow up, but it literally doesn't happen anymore. Like, <laughs> you know, from what it was to now, totally different, you know, and, um, Feel good. So, two weeks. Big deal. Car warming party. I'm going to blast it all over social media. No, well, the car. Getting the car. Um, and I think, because not a lot of people know this ex exists, you know, I think I'm going to try and, you know, use my um, car and uh, the adaptive equipment in it you know, on the internet and see how it does and um, spread the word about this existing because, you know, there are many people who I think could take advantage of this. Um, people with um, any sort of, you know, issue with their arms or whatever or strength or, or something like this. You know, I, I, uh, I've heard it works for many different people with many different issues. Um, uh, so it's pretty impressive what people are able to do uh, with the technology. And, you know, thank God for uh, computers and cars, because I don't think this would be doable without it. Um, as far as I know, it's pretty new technology. Um, they've been using that other system for a while. And, and the only negative about that system is um, it was a little harder to control and um, it required more strength. So as someone in my condition where it gets progressively harder to do things, um, it makes more sense to me to use this joystick, um, which you can adjust the sensitivity of. So like I needed a little less, I guess less sensitivity on the brakes. So he adjusted it on the computer um, and then the system, uh, the system altered so I could uh, break without moving my hand back as much. So it, it edited the amount of input needed for it to break. So it's pretty cool. I can't wait to show people because it's really hard to describe it without, you know, seeing me do it and without seeing it in action. Um, the, the best way to describe it is exactly how my wheelchair drives so also with that you know it made it so much easier to transition from driving the chair to driving a car like i mean it's different it's larger scale but principle is still the same so you know if you're ever like oh i don't feel like i can do it like you can do it okay if i can do it you sure as hell can do it and that's what i that's what i think about that but uh, as far as gum quote, that's that's all I gotta say about that. Um, so yeah, life is going well. I'd say. Um, 
you know, I'm trying to get my act together with school. I can't seem to find the motivation, though. Like, this stuff I'm motivated to do. Video games I'm motivated to do. Score, meh. But, you know, I'm getting it done is, well, not to the best of my ability, but I'm getting it done, <laughs> which is a start, I guess, you know? I just want to get through this, like, general, like, gen ed classes, and uh, then I'm not sure. I think maybe psychology or something because of this, and um, I don't know, or media production. I'm kind of split between those two, um, so... I don't know, because one of my friends was telling me how, um, you know, with psychology, you can do a lot of different stuff like marketing, um, stuff with business and things like that, which seems interesting because I like to understand people. And if I can apply that to like, I don't know, making you buy a new product, that sounds pretty interesting. And then I can use it on myself um, to grow this show, maybe, you know. We use what we know about people, but I mean, communication is a huge thing to me, thanks to my mom and like what my parents are like, um, which I would say is poor communication, but you know, who knows? Um, I pride myself in trying to have good communication, and it's not always easy to teach people how to do that because I've noticed that people are just angry about nothing like choose to be angry that's your prerogative but nope you know because i know personally what being angry can do to people you know um from how i treated people to how angry people you know treat minor issues like stuff that in the long run really does not matter at all people are putting way too much energy into be, being angry and holding grudges. One person in particular that I can think of right now. But, you know, until they learn how to, you know, handle their anger and manage their emotions a little bit, I, I think I'm taking a step back because, you know, I just don't have the time to, you know, be angry anymore. I just don't. Because um, you know, I've again, I've seen what it, I've seen what it does to people, um, and how it affects your relationships with people. It's not, it's not good. It's not pretty. Um, and really, when you're dealing with somebody like that who's angry about literally the smallest thing, you know, sometimes it's just best to let them be angry, and you know take a different path because if you fight anger with anger it doesn't work <laughs> so you got to be like all right you can be angry whatever like you know you just know that hopefully they'll come around but you know sometimes the best thing to do is just let them be angry you know don't fight back just let it happen <laughs> you know go with the flow that's what i finally understand it just go with the flow you know but Going with the flow pays off, see, because, you know, I was in a not so great place, but, you know, just being there, like present, you know, that's all you got to do is um, live it out, you know, just it's going to suck, but 
let it flow. You know, if it's crappy right now, just go with it, you know. And, you know, if you can uh, rationalize feeling bad to getting to a point where you're happy and, you know, life is going well, then I think it's worth it. You know, it's worth the bad to get to the good. That's what I'm saying. You know, and you don't know that when you're in the bad, but with a little patience and determination to not stay in that position, um, it just happens. You know, I, I didn't really believe people when they said stuff just happens. I don't know why, but it just starts to happen. And you're like, oh, where did this come from? But don't question it. Just go with it. You know, go with the flow. And I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Life and Lessons of Me. I will catch you on the next one.